AR is going to be the next big thing. This is what I believe and in period. Like it's going to be the next thing to phones. Welcome to From Paint to Purpose. Today we have co-founder and CEO Anars Clavens from Overly. Overly is a pioneer in the augmented reality space, helping companies leverage digital imagery in a non-digital environment. We talk about practical use cases, specifically in construction planning and the guest experience, how Overly is simplifying the creation of AR experiences, and in general, the future of the space. Let's get into it. Anar Clavens, co-founder and CEO of Overly. Anars, welcome to the show. Thank you, Danny. Thank you for having me here. Oh, my pleasure, man. And um, yeah, just give us a little background. Like, what is Overly? What's the mission? What are you guys up to? The reason we created Overly is, and actually the reason we work with technology called augmented reality is because uh, nowadays, I believe that we are living in two parallel worlds. So one is the real one, the one that we actually are, when we, where we meet other people uh, and do our everyday things. And the other one is the mobile phones, you know, the, the black small boxes we stick our eyes into and we lose the sight of the real world. And this is where I see the problem lies, because we are bouncing between one and the other world. And uh, we got to get a bit confused in this uh, mixing together. So our mission is to merge these two worlds together uh, so that we can have these digital information in the physical world where we actually need it so that our lives become easier, uh, more and more practical and more fun. So basically, the, what we are trying to do, we are trying to merge these things together because we don't need to jump between these two worlds. We need to have it in one world. So uh, this is why we created Overly and this is why we work with augmented reality. But um, in, in a nutshell, uh, what we have is an augmented reality platform where anyone can create their own AR experiences without any code. So this is what we are trying to build here. Uh, we like to compare ourselves to Canva, maybe, you know, a design Love uh, platform yeah. where you, uh -huh. yeah, exactly. So what we are trying to do here is to create a platform where it is as easy to create AR experiences as it is to create designs in Canva. So this is like in, in, in the short, but uh, as you understand, I can speak a lot about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's one thing I want to clarify. It's, um, it's not virtual reality, which seems to be all the buzz these days with uh, Facebook going to meta and everyone's talking about the metaverse. And, and this is really something more, um, I guess, less extreme than that. How, how do you differentiate between those two? This is a really good question. Um, this is where actually a lot of people get mixed up a bit because these two technologies, in a way, they are very close to each other. At the same time, they're completely different. And I'm, I'm actually very happy about the move Facebook did with Meta because it finally put these technologies on the map. And a lot of like, you know, there is a saying like if a taxi driver is telling you about this new technology, it's the moment when it's going mainstream. And, and this is the moment right now because I had this situation when one guy was telling me about this metaverse and everything. <laughs> but um, like, to, give, to, to jump into more uh, about the differences. So the way I see it is that virtual reality is the first step, which is happening right now. 
augmented reality, the spotlight and the shine of augmented reality is going to be the next step. Uh, if I would have to say in technological terms, the difference is that virtual reality, the goal of it is to put you in a place you cannot be at that particular moment. So technically speaking, you have a screen before your eyes. You don't see your real environment, but you are immersed in a different kind of environment or place that you cannot be at that particular moment. On the other hand, augmented reality is a technology that brings these digital experiences into your real world. So let's say you are seeing a monster inside your room and uh, or you're seeing some really valuable information there. So this is the biggest difference between these two technologies. Gotcha. Okay. And right now, it seems like all the the augmented reality is done with the phones. Do you think we're going I know Google Glass came out with some sort of, you know, their visionware, and I think Ray-Bans came out with some sort of glasses that pair with augmented. Is that the direction that you think this is eventually headed? Yes. Yeah, short answer is yes. Uh, Google Glass project was a bit too early. I mean, it is actually it was actually quite good uh, prototype, but it wasn't really augmented reality. It was more a heads up display. So it's not like you were looking through the glass. It was just a glass that you could look at at any time. So there's a difference. And uh, and uh, okay. and uh, augmented reality is all about that you look through the glass and you see like it's actually there. Mm. But um, what's important about the release of the Ray-Ban glasses, which Facebook did together with them, is that I believe that's the first step uh, of augmented reality. Um, because in the long term, I mean, I don't know, in 10 years or something like around that, I believe that the next step for the phones are the wearables. And the wearables, I mean, exactly augmented reality glasses. So the Ray-Bans, I, I believe, is the first iteration of it. And this is what they want to build on. So that at one point, Facebook or Ray-Ban have the iPhone for, for the next generation iPhone, which are wearables. Wow. This is the reason also, I believe, that Apple, Amazon and other uh, big companies are working really hard on Siri or Alexa because mm. when you're going to have the variables, what's going to be the input, uh, the way you input information into the computer? It's going to be voice because you're not going to type or your glasses or some, something like that. So, yeah, I believe really that uh, that's why I'm saying that VR is something we experience right now. Mm. And this is something that's happening right now. AR needs a bit more time for technology to catch up. So this is why it's the next step. Yeah. Well, I went onto your website and I saw quite a few examples of maybe some forward-thinking companies. Um, could you just, I guess, share a couple of the actual like real-world applications of say how you know businesses are integrating this this uh, augmented reality to into their business to make it better or more interesting? Yeah, I can. Well, this is this one is like a really long topic because okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> because um, there is not one universal way how all the companies use it. Okay. So each 
direction each field uses in a different way. Because uh, the way we need to think about augmented reality is that it is just a technology. And the way it is like nail and hammer, you like you can hammer the nail in many different things and you can create different things with it, but it's still, it's a nail and a hammer. So mm. augmented reality is a technology we can use. And then it really depends on the companies or, or the industries. How do they adapt this technology? But um, yeah, so we have been working for the last eight years, uh, trying to speak with different kinds of companies um, in different kinds of areas to sit with them at the one table and understand, okay, so how can we solve some issues for you? Or how can this technology get, give you some boost or some added value to your business? And um, as I mentioned before, AR is still kind of new technology. So there are some limitations to it. and. So we have to work with what you can do with AR right now. So we don't have the AR glasses yet, but we do have the phones. So this is where we start. We start with the phones, with the mobile apps. Uh, now, if we speak about the next step, the, the short term next step, uh, which is happening actually at this moment, is that AR is moving from app-based augmented reality to web-based augmented reality because one of the challenges right now with augmented reality is for people to download the app. Uh, although I will get back to it because there is uh, different ways how you can look at it. But still, uh, this, this is why for the wider adoption, web AR, which is browser-based augmented reality, is going to be really important step uh, to get to the wider audiences. But yeah. Um, I guess you want to hear some examples, like like real world examples. So how yeah. do I use it, right? Yeah, yeah, curious, yeah. So um, let me bring you some examples. Um, for example, one of the really simple to understand ones is that let's say you want to buy yourself a designer's chair. I don't know, Eames chair, for example, and you're wondering how big is it going to be in my environment or how it's going to look or will it go to my environment? Will it look good? Mm. So this is AR is a one way how you can, for example, try out things before buying them. So you can through augmented reality, place the chair digitally inside your apartment and see how it look inside there. Wow. Or for example, real estate, um, when, new projects are being built, they usually create these dummies the, the, of, of this new project they're yep. going to create, a physical one. Yep. Um, now, with augmented reality, basically, you don't have to create one because always uh, when new real estate projects are being made, uh, they create the 3D models of it. So now you can import these 3D models into augmented reality. And you can allow anyone at their homes or office to put this dummy inside their environment. And so that they can look around, go around from it. They can maybe open it in layers and uh, play around with wow. it. So uh, let me interrupt you for a second there. Is this, is the augmented reality, is it responsive kind of like an iPhone where you could like, you know, move it around or you shift it around to get a different angle you look at like it's it's that it's responsive like that it's not just a, a video yes that's that's the core idea it's that uh, it's 
uh, it's uh, spatial. So wow. basically what you can do is, let's say an architect is building a house for you. So you can put this house, a 3D model of this house on your kitchen table mm. and you can take phone and you can walk around this digital house. Maybe you can take it apart floor by floor so you can see how it looks inside. Wow. Or for example, uh, there is one really nice example for from uh, hotels. Uh, I think it was a Marriott chain. They created an app so that, um, uh, how to explain, basically, you scan the floor, you put on the floor a portal, a door. Mm. And when you physically go through this door, you enter a Marriott hotel room so that you can, like from your house, you can enter the room and test it out how it's going to look uh, when you arrive there. So Whoa. as I was saying, it's kind of the same technology, but very creative and different kind of ways how you can uh, use it. Yeah. Maybe you have some other area I can think of uh, if you need another example. Um, what about um, like uh, clothes? Like clothes? I've, is is there? Can you? I've heard something about like trying before you buy. Like, it just, it, can you somehow fit it onto yourself? Yeah, yeah. That's that's another one. Uh, that's a, another one. Really good example. It's. Um, uh, there are some limitations technical there, but still, there's a lot of things you can do. For example, you can uh, point the phone at your feet and you can see, uh, choose sneakers, like I want this one or a different color or different model and see how it will look on you or, mm. or you can try other clothes. So yeah, that's, that's also um, an, another possibility. So the limitations, I guess, because I've heard someone talk about, I think like Mark Law or something that like one of the like the biggest problems with um, like online retailers is returns because of clothing. And is one of the problems is that we can't proper, like everyone's body is shaped differently and there isn't like a universal sizing. Is that the technical issues or what technical problems are there? Um, all right. Cause this is like, this would be like a huge breakthrough. If every time I ordered a piece of clothing, I knew it was going to fit me perfectly. Right. Yeah, well, the 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 tech. Well, if I would have to go really deep into technical de like challenges here, um, I I would say that this is a different topic because okay. it's a bit of complicated. Okay, uh, it's probably over my head, anyways. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, I'm saying I would say that it is coming and it is coming okay. really soon. And mm. what what I see that uh, the way companies trying to solve this issue is that you can scan your body with the phone and then the phone creates a 3D model of it mm. so that it can then uh, try on different kinds of clothes and tell if this fits or doesn't fit you. But also it's with augmented reality, you can project some new type of clothes on you so you can see if this design fits me or doesn't fit. So mm -hmm. there is different approaches to it, but yes, retails are, uh, are uh, solving this gotcha. but if you look at the ar as a tool what i like is that if you if you speak about retail uh for example it can be a tool for you when you go shopping uh for example for me when i when i go to grocery store and i come to uh, the shelves with the spices i see that there are a lot of different kind of spices and they all look really cool but i really don't know what to do with them mm. and it's like I would like to have this one, but 
what to do with, I don't know. So for example, then you can point uh, the phone at the spice and it could maybe tell you, so this is this and that, and you can mix it with that and you can create something like that. So it could be a tool when you go in a shopping mall to help you, a guide, guide you through the products or guide you through the shelves. Um, it can be also a navigation tool, augmented reality. When you look at the shelf, you point the camera at the shelf and it tells you, and you tell the phone, I want to go to uh, fruits. And it mm. tells you, go straight. When you turn it, it he, he sees where you go and helps you navigate the aisles. Wow. It, for some reason, it seems like Ikea would like, have they done anything with This seems like an Ikea type business. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they did. Um, they were actually one of the first big companies I noticed that have done it. Oh, have they? Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but to my surprise, when they first launched it, they did it really quietly. So I guess mm -hmm. they were just testing out. But then another campaign came out where they were quite loudly telling that try each like every IKEA furniture at home and and see how it works for you. Nice. Um, what are some? I guess moving forward here, what are some of the reasons why people? wouldn't implement it or test it out or what like what's the pushback that you get from working with companies is it expensive or i guess talk a little bit about um the hesitations yeah all right so uh there are a few uh pushbacks that we face on everyday basis um the first one is uh the belief in this technology well i mean Companies ask us, okay, but do you really think people are going to use it? Uh, and this is the first one I really like, love to address because it really usually depends on how do you use it. And, uh, well, we have experience with this. For example, uh, we had an exhibition. Well, for example, AR works amazingly for art artists and people who create exhibitions because it gives you another digital layer of exhibition that you cannot access any anyhow other ways so it's also a, another topic but but the a ar for art is amazing thing but uh, coming back to this example uh we had an exhibition put in one shopping mall uh in one quite big shopping mall and and we thought that we maybe we can force people to stop and look at something beautiful experience some kind of beautiful experience but in the end it kind of showed us that it, because it was in the alleyway uh when you like go through the shop, shopping mall you just meet it on on uh, at one point um but the end result was that no, almost no one scanned it almost no one used it and uh then we took the same exhibition and we brought it to a dedicated place, a dedicated room where we advertised it and people came just for this exhibition. And then the results were completely different and uh, people were, were using it a lot. So this is what made us understand that, okay, so when I go to shopping mall, my goal is to get from point A to point B as fast as possible. Everyone is shouting at you, buy this, take, come, uh, etc. And then they're not ready to engage in such uh, experience. But when you create the environment where people have time or they're ready to engage in extra 
because they have to do extra steps. For example, they have to download the app or they have to find the link to the web AI. So this is really important to understand that it's not that much about if they're going to use it. It's more about where you want them, the people to use this technology. In real estate, if you're going to send this, give this brochure for people to have fun at home or not have fun, but just to explore it at home, uh, it's completely different environment. And this is where most likely they're going to do it. Um, another thing, of course, as you mentioned, is the cost, because um, first of all, not a lot of people know how to create content uh, for augmented reality. And uh, when when you look at this technology, when you first saw it, you thought you think that it is, well, this is so complicated. To be honest, it's not. But still, you need to have someone uh, who creates this content for you. And this is where the costs uh, lie, uh, because the technology itself, I wouldn't say it's that expensive. For example, if you use platforms like uh, like Overly or if you use uh, other kind of platforms, then the technological costs are not that big. But uh, what makes the biggest cost is the content creation. And uh, for example, um, we wanted to address the magazine market, uh, like newspapers and magazines, so that uh, because they're losing people to the digital content. And when we wanted to bring back the people from digital to physical, by implementing the digital world in the in the physical uh, magazines, and we got on board quite quite a lot of those uh, publishers, but uh, at one point they we stopped producing it because the costs were just too much and they couldn't justify them. So this is why we kind of switched our attention to different areas. But in most cases, you can find solutions. You just have to look for them. I don't know. Did I answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, you had mentioned that, uh, Overly is, you know, aiming to be like Canva. So is it, there's, have you found that there's just, um, like some common types of, I guess, what do you even call them? Scenes or virtual like experiences that, um, everybody likes to use, or I, I guess, how, how is it like Canva? How, how can it be made easy for people, <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, uh, this this is a good question. Um, there are many many factors that come into this into into play uh, for this to come through. And uh, first one is the we are trying to make a software where you don't have a you you have a really really low learning curve, so that once you go and you register in the platform, like in few steps, you really understand how it works and what you have to do. But aside from that, we have also noticed that there are times where people try to do more or less the same thing. For example, uh, just recently we had Christmas. And if you look back at uh, what people are looking for, they're looking for Santa Claus, 3D model of Santa Claus, Christmas tree, fireworks, reindeers, snow, uh, and things that you can actually prepare for people so that uh, they can easily access this content and create their experiences for them. Uh, during this period, a lot of companies are creating new calendars, new postcards, and uh, different kind of advertising materials uh, using gotcha. these uh, assets. That makes sense. Okay, understood. 
That's cool. So, yeah, someone that doesn't have a coding background like me, I could go on there, figure out what type of real-life analog scene. I t- I somehow take a picture, scan it, and then I go on to Overly, and then I apply the the snowflakes and the Santa Claus and all that stuff, and then I'm good to go. Is it bas- Is it almost as simple as that? Yes, almost. Well, for AR, well, I mean, you got it right. Uh, for AR to work, you basically need two things. You, the first one is that uh, in our case, you need a marker, an image that is being recognized by our app. Mm-hmm. So this is how we know what, uh, like, uh, what content to put on your image because we, we, you have uploaded the image in our system. And then what you have to do, you have to put on the content and content can be different things. It can be a video file Mm -hmm. so that you can create a Harry Potter type of newspaper where, you know, maybe you remember it was like they were all alive moving inside these pictures. Uh, For example, we had a newspaper in Belgium that uh, used it for a sports newspaper. So let's say you have an article about a football game. Then you could scan the picture and you could see the greatest moments of this uh, football game. Wow. Uh, And then it can also be some 3D models. As as we mentioned, it can be a chair, uh, I don't know, a house, meaning many different things. For example, also in educational, we have a really great case study with one company that is um, also created, uh, has created an anatomy book for actually US market, they're selling it in US market. Uh, and uh, the book, the idea behind the book is that uh, you not like not everyone can buy the skeleton at home to learn anatomy, you have it at class, yes, okay, okay, but most of us do the learning process at home. So this is this book is f- covered full with the 3D models of different kind of different areas from people body so that people can scan the page and the head appears on the page and you can look around it from all angles and uh, learn about it. It's amazing. I mean it's my 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 mind is like I can't wrap my the possibilities are endless to apply this. Yeah, it's all about the creativity. How do you how do you put these tools to work? Okay, well, as we wrap up here, um, I guess like let me like talk to me a little bit about. Okay, so you're saying we kind of mentioned it earlier about it's gonna be moving towards wearables. Say like into this kind of I guess a, a compound question, two parts. Um, where do you think we're headed in the next like one to three years? And then also, how has COVID kind of um, influenced consumers' behavior? Has that helped the augmented reality space? Has it hurt it? Um, I guess I'd just love to hear your general thoughts about um, us moving forward, if that's not too broad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, I... I kind of painted the long-term picture, what would happen like in 10 years. Uh, In short term, um, yeah, I would say that COVID really helped this because uh, a lot of companies that were not ready to try out this technology, COVID gave the push 
for them to finally think of different ways how to approach clients. For example, uh, we had a, a milk producer which sells milk packs and uh, they knew that clients are buying their products, uh, but they're not going out of home. So we use this milk pack as a source of medium. So let's say every week when you scan this milk pack, you some new content appears on it. I, I, I don't know if it's for children, a new cartoon maybe appears on it or, or something like that. So that you have kind of a loyalty card that you can you have at home, which is a company's product. But OK, I'm not going to go <laughs> into that more. But uh, what I mean with that is that, yeah, COVID gave really good push for it. And it not only COVID, actually also Meta. Pokemon Go, and there these these big uh, names that really helped augmented reality to move forward into mainstream. Uh, and I believe it's going to go really fast now because uh, of uh, big uh, companies joining the game. Yeah. Um, Is there going to be but, enough supply of the, like you said before, the creators? Because that's the, that's the tough. So people need to start educating themselves and... Is that, is that a big opportunity for like junior high and high school kids right now? Do you think? I believe so because as I, as I mentioned, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, AR is going to be the next big thing. This is what I believe, and in period, like it's going to be the next thing to phones, mm. and uh, we need we're going to need more people who's going to be able to create content for it or create solutions for it. And it's, it's a bit of different kind of coding. It's a bit of different kind of creative work because it's not anymore just two-dimensional. Mm. It is now spatial. You have to completely think differently. So I really believe that it's going to create some a lot of uh, actually opportunities. And uh, this, is, this is why we also work quite a lot with educational institutions because uh, we believe that uh, people need to see this as a really next big step step for the development of the technology yeah well i'm i'm a supporter i think i with the virtual reality i'm a little hesitant i i don't i i guess the uh people just staying in their homes and like eliminating the human element from life and like it, being on computer screens just isn't the same if you and i were in person having a coffee together like this is a good substitute but um I really like the idea of the augmented reality kind of a blend somewhere, a meet in the middle. And I think, yeah, that's, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, if you look at the ready player one movie, which was uh, really about the future of VR, it looks a bit scary, uh, and people get a bit scared about it, but, um, I always like to compare it. Um, there was a, a book I was reading which was like from 1950s or something, which was telling that in 2000 or 2021 or 22 already, we're going to be walk, walk, walking around in foil suits with a uh, big bubble uh, things around our head. You know, they were imagining it's going to be crazy. And although some things came to life and people really do inspire from these uh, uh, movies or books, but we take what we actually need and we take what actually gives us added value. So it's not that scary because the things we don't need and we don't want to use, we're not going to use them. 
So this is really important. Uh, so, yeah, and that's why also I believe that AR is going to give much more added value to us in long term. Um, if, like, we look at the bigger picture, um, then uh, the reason human race is so evolved because we learned how to give knowledge further to the next generations. In the last 20 years, what, we, what has changed, in my opinion, of course, is that... Uh, we, the internet has grown as an extension to our mind because we always feel that the internet is going to be there and it's always extending our knowledge. So we don't have to uh, memorize so many things because we have this knowledge which extends us. And what I believe is that what AR is going to do in future, it's just this extension is going to blend a bit more and it's just a logical next step for us so that we can evolve further. And move forward with the with the this yeah i love it is there anything i didn't ask that you you want to share or um any any final thoughts before we end it i don't know i think we covered the most important things if somebody wants if if somebody wants to learn more about your company or um maybe even try out the the experience just go to overly's website or where how how should somebody um take the next step yeah, so if someone wants to try out, uh, you can go to overlyapp.com and uh, just register there for free and try it out yourself. And if there is something you cannot find or you cannot see or understand, we have a really supportive support uh, chat or, or whatever other means. And uh, we are super happy to help. Nice. Well, Anars, thank you so much for coming on the show and and sharing the the knowledge and uh, getting us excited about the future. Thank you very much. I'm really happy about this opportunity because uh, this is a topic I really love and I can talk for hours. So I'm trying to be like really modest here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.